Hi, church family. This is the Prossers. I'm Michael. And I'm Rita. And this is Tinkerbell and Toby Mack, our fur kids. We also have adult children in Naples and in Pennsylvania. And we wanted to share God's word with you today. So thank you for joining us. It is a beautiful day and we appreciate that you are here. Um, the message is in John 12, verses 20 through 36. Jesus predicts his death. Now, there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew, and Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. And Jesus replied, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it. Well, anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant always will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel spoke to him. Jesus said, This voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now this time for judgment on this world, now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law and the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, You are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while you have the light so that you may become children of the light. And when he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. Amen. Amen. Thank you, honey, for reading that. You're quite welcome. Thanks, church family, for joining us. And we hope to see you very, very soon again. We love you. Be blessed and enjoy your day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I want to thank Mike and Rita for sharing that powerful passage of scripture with us today. And as we look at that, as we deal with our Passion Week and work together, this, uh, this passage is full of lots of kind of things that maybe you haven't caught. Um, you remember Jesus was uh, tempted in the wilderness by the devil. And the gospel shared with us that the devil pulled back from him and said for a more opportune time. So it's been always interesting to watch to see when we thought that Jesus might have been tempted at other times. Certainly he was tempted in Gethsemane, as we shall look. 
he certainly was tempted at other times to to leave his uh, his calling, his mission. Uh, and but there were other things that happened, and I think at the very beginning, where it said where these Greeks came and asked they would like to see Jesus, and they went and told Jesus this. Jesus' response was that his time had come and his hour had come to be crucified. So the temptation was implied here was that he was to go and to the devil trying to get him to leave his mission of going to the cross and to go to the Gentiles where he would probably would have found a more receptive audience. It's kind of a interesting, subtle thing that was there. But Jesus said, and he lifted, looked and shared with these folks that were listening and disciples that his hour had come and that he would be lifted up. Now, being lifted up, that lifting up, draw all men to him, Jesus said, was very true and soon happened. And we, as we are looking this coming uh, Saturday, if you will tune in, we will have our worship service at 11 a.m. And I will be talking about this third part of the scandal of the cross. But the people said, lifted up, well, the Messiah was supposed to live forever. How could, how could the Messiah then be lifted up? How could you be the, the Messiah? And Jesus responded, this is the light, the light that will be with you for a short time and then will be gone. He was talking about his death. This is just a few days before he was to be arrested. It's a powerful thing to read. It's a powerful thing to know. And we can look hindsight and see how these filled in together and how they meant. But I would encourage you to reread this passage of scripture, John 12, 20 through 36, and have a look at that and let that and pray over that today as you, uh, as you think about the Passion Week of Christ. Think about how it would go. All right, let me have prayer with you. Lord, we see these beautiful passages of scripture as you are preparing to go to the cross. Yes, the people following along had no idea what you were really, really indicating. They were confused. And in a few short days, they would be have their hearts ripped out of them as they saw what had taken place. And as they realized that you were going to the cross to be crucified. But you were to be crucified for our sins to provide a way of salvation and hope for all of us. I thank you that you did not did not yield to the temptation of the devil and to, to thwart your mission to save us. You offer it so freely to us, and we thank you and we give you the glory for that. In Jesus' precious name, amen.